Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time to tee it up. This is Smoke and Joe's Driving Range, presented by PGA Tour Superstore. Here are your hosts, Smoke and Joe Pogi and Mulligan Matt Musil on Houston Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Good morning, Houston. Rock and roll is here to stay. We're here, we're there, we're everywhere, thanks to the World Wide Web. Find out everything you ever wanted to know about this golf show at SmokinJoe'sDrivingRange.com, and that's smoking without a G. And I am Smoking Joe. I'm Mulligan Matt, and that's spelled with at least one G. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bobby Beats. That's spelled with no G. <laughs> no G's. What up, G? What up, G? Oh, G. <laughs> anyway, hello everybody, and welcome to the show. It's been a Beginning of a very cold stretch in Houston, but here's the good news. What? Come about next weekend, winter's over. Yeah, there you go. You know, winter's over. This is this is the, that little blast. And, and if it makes you feel any better, I'm talking to my sister in Chicago. They're oh, like yeah. on day number 20 below zero weather. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's cold. snow up, up to here. here. Well, you know, uh, your hometown up there in Council Bluffs is cold. My hometown up in... Uh, uh, outside of Kansas City, a small town has been. They've had more snow, Joe, up there. They tell me than they've had in years. Um, now, typically, um, yeah, of course, it's always cold up there in the Midwest, but uh, not so much snowfall. But they've had a ton of snowfall. Hey, I wore my Super Bowl hat because people still talking about Super Bowl, the game, and everything, and the Chiefs didn't show up. But uh, the other reason is this is the last time the Super Bowl was in Houston. And a Houston team probably won't be in the Super Bowl for a long time, unfortunately. Well, that's kind of one of the big topics. Let's talk a little bit about. Let's go with the Super Bowl first. Um, yeah. Number one, Tampa Bay's defense looked amazing. They balled out. They did. Number two, no matter what they say, the incident with Andy Reid's son was on the minds of every one of those players and coaches. Maybe not every one of the players, but definitely the head coach and the people close to him, for sure. Right. Number two, the weekend. I have no idea who was in charge of production, but you could not hear his voice. I thought I thought it was a pretty good halftime show. I was really looking, but I could not hear him. So it was like it's like just anyway. I cost $17 million. Why weren't you promoting that, Joe? $17 million for that halftime. So you, the thing you left out is the starting left tackle for Kansas City, of course, was not there because he got hurt in the AFC championship. Right. Game. That offensive line for the Chiefs, just like Brady, if he doesn't have a good offensive line, he would have been in trouble. And we all thought Mahomes would be able to overcome that, but uh, he could not. And, uh, boy, it was – I know people love to hate Brady, but 
my goodness, what Tom did once he got Kansas City buffaloed a little bit on what he was doing, he he just took advantage and buried him. It was it was it was great to see a master at work like that. Great, uh, yeah, it was, and, and you know what? I got to tell you. Wednesday, the video from the boat parade and seeing Tom Brady actually put his hair down and be a little uh, a little tipsy and uh, having some fun with the Lombardi Trophy, kind of giving it the old hee-ho across from one boat to the other. I thought it humanized him. Yeah, it did. I don't know about the tipsy part. I don't know if that humanized him, but just letting his hair down, having fun, that was hilarious. We talked about this uh, on the air the uh, faux pause that happened. I, obviously, it was not an epic fail, that uh, trophy throw, but I remember when they broke the championship trophy here. The I don't know. Well, you weren't in the locker room that night, Joe, but when they won the championship in 94, the Rockets, the assistant coaches and other people back in the back of the locker room accidentally broke the Larry O'Brien trophy. And I remember walking in, and it was like the ball was hanging, and I caught it in my hand. I'm like, what did you get? What happened? Is it? We don't know. We broke. <laughs> you know, so, so things can really go wrong, but nothing went wrong with the Bucks and uh, their head coach Bruce Arians. Congratulations to him. Um, I guess because he's the same age I am, I'm happy for him. No, he's always been a great guy. But he said we're going to bring bring the band back together. Brady said he's coming back definitely. And they're going to try to run it back and uh, win another one next year. I, I wouldn't be surprised with those two teams playing the Super Bowl again next year. Yeah. Uh, real quick, just to wrap up the Super Bowl conversation, I thought the commercials, I thought there's some really good ones. The one that really got me was the Toyota Olympic, para, the Olympic Paralympic. Para, para, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so that was fantastic. I thought Alicia Keys. H-E-R, and the National Anthem were grand slams. I thought they were just incredible. I am not familiar with H-E-R, but I got to tell you, she, she was the female version of Prince. She could play that guitar like I've never seen before, and she's not bad looking. It, it's, it's her. Beach, Beach has a comment. It's her. Her. The, the, I thought she just went by the initials. No, it's her. It's her. It's her. I know, oh, but it's H-E-R. Okay, it's her. Her, her. her him, and I, we all got together. I, uh, <laughs> it was great talent. I agree with that. Uh, Bobby, I want to know your favorite commercial. Which one Which one was your favorite? My favorite one, honestly speaking, was the Tracy Morgan, uh, Rocket Mortgage. His two commercials, <laughs> those were very funny. Um, I enjoyed Wayne's World. Uh, like, I'm not that old enough to remember Wayne's World, but to include Cardi B in that commercial, that was pretty dope. That was uh, that was funny. My favorite really was it started out pretty simply the M and M commercial, and then it built momentum, and they were going through things, <laughs> and, and and when one person said to this young woman, "Don't be such a Karen," and she said, "That's my name." Oh, I'm sorry, you're a Karen, Karen. <laughs> I fell out of my chair. <laughs> That was the funniest to me. But, yes, there were some inspirational ones. I, I agree, Joe, with the Paralympics and, and uh, some others. But, man, it was it – was, it was, there were better than some, some parts of that game. Oh, yeah, the game got to be – but moving on, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to basically the nightmare on Lake Erie is coming to Houston. What Cleveland was for the last 20 years <laughs> is what the Texans are going to be for the next two decades. 
With the res- resignation of Jamie Roots this week, we have lost the foundation of that team. We have lost the brainwaves of that team. And this team, Cal McNair, thanks. You just ruined the legacy your dad created. I uh, I hate it. Uh, you know, I'll report on it uh, five days a week over at KHOU at 11, and it pains me. I think about our late friend Bob McNair, and um, it just, oh, I, you know, you and I both know what it took, the de- determination, the belief, the strength that Bob McNair, our buddy Steve Patterson, and others put together to get this franchise here, to have the NFL back in Houston, and to have this happen to to what all he worked for is just so, so disappointing. It's so disappointing. It's very sad. And you know what? Enough of it. Uh, we've got some great college football to talk about. It's some unbelievable college basketball to talk yep. about. We've got the Rockets. We've got the Astros season spring training yep. coming up. So we've there got we a lot go. of positive things to talk about. Let's just not talk about the negative. Let's get into yeah. some golf. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, I'm sure they will. But let's, uh, real quick, a bunch of golf updates. Uh, yep. Waste Management Phoenix Open last week. What's really cool, they yep. unveiled a new logo for the tournament. It's the Waste Management, but around it is the 16th hole character. Which is ah. really, it's, it's really cool. Uh, Bricks Kepka won his second Phoenix Open. Yep. Chipped in for Eagle on 17, put a dagger in everybody else. Mm-hmm. Jordan Speed is giving us a glimpse that he's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he and but he and Alexander Shoffley, they have this tournament. They did. They just could not step up on Sunday. Uh, but anyway. Uh, but Jordan is making progress. I agree with you on that. And actually, uh, to see Brooks Kepka step up, he has struggled over the past year and a half. So I think, boy, this – I look forward to 2021 uh, PGA season because, uh, boy, with, if these names are back up there with DJ and the others, it's going to be fun. Uh, which brings up the point that DJ won the Saudi Arabia championship. Mm-hmm. This is getting to be a repeat, repeat, repeat. Guess who finished second? Tony Finau. Oh, Tony <laughs> Finau, yeah. Did you see what DJ did to that one volunteer? No. Well, there are very few people out. You know, it's this desert course. And this marshal was just standing out there, not paying attention. <laughs> I mean, DJ hit one, pulled one hard off the tee box, and about three hundred yards away, this guy was standing, <laughs> just dointy man. <laughs> Luckily, it was on the shoulder, not the head. Yeah. He fell like he'd been shot. But uh, that was—I mean, the guy had no idea what was going on. If you marshal, look, tip for people who who volunteer to marshal. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Got to. Uh, real quick before we go to break, LPGA got a big, big, Ooh. big boost this week. Yeah. Monica Sorensen is coming back. She's playing down at the Gamebridge LPGA February 25th through the 28th. And she says she's going to play a lot more this year. So that's great news. That's and the last awesome. thing is the PGA of America has said that all of their majors this year, you can use your range finder. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we're going to be talking to a couple of youngsters that are going to be playing in the Carlton Woods Simplify AJGA. Like we'll get their points on that. And yeah. we're going to talk to the tournament director. Hey, you, and Joe, hey, here's the thing, Bobby. You couldn't join us for golf on Tuesday. JoJo, 
he didn't show up. I don't know what was going on. We went by his house and yelled and everything. I didn't throw rocks or anything. But I, I worked for a little. And we're running late looking great. I'm Smoking okay. Joe. I'm Mulligan Matt. I'm Bobby Beats. And this is Smoking Joe's Driving Range on CBS Sports Radio 650. Welcome back, Smoking Joe's Driving Range. I'm Smoking Joe. I'm Mulligan Matt. I'm Bobby Beats. Before we get to our next interview, uh, I just want to get on my soapbox and I want to tell everybody, with the pandemic, our golf courses are getting played a lot. Mm -hmm. When you're playing a lot of golf, one of the key things to keep in mind is be polite, be courteous, and repair your ball marks. The greens are getting hit a lot more. And I'm just shocked at the number of times I come up. And I mean, not small dog ball marks, but big gashes in the greens. Just fix them. If you fix the ball mark, the green will be repaired like in a couple of days. If you don't yep. fix it, it could be weeks. And it just makes golf better for everybody. So that's my soapbox. I just, Joe, you and I talked about this after I played the other day. I just, it does. And here's, here's the thing that bothers me, Joe. You know, you say, you know, it used to be, okay, you're in a public course, whatever, and people are not going to care so much. I see this on private courses. People just are not are not caring. It does, and it doesn't matter. It's a public or private course. Just be courteous. Just be courteous to other golfers. I totally agree. And guess what? When you get to the green, if you're the third one putting, ease your nerves, replace some of, the, fix some of the other ball marks. Exactly. It takes your mind off of getting stressed out or anything. It's just you know. Anyway, enough yeah. of that. This next person is a 2020 Rolex Junior All American First Team. He is the defending champion of the uh, AJGA Simplified Boys Championship at Carlton Woods that tees off this weekend. And he has made a commitment to go play golf at Arizona State. So this guy Uh is thinking the right direction. Yeah. Please welcome Luke Potter. Good morning, Luke. Hey, Luke. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Luke. Luke. Thanks for getting up to visit with us. Yeah. Are you out in California right now? I am. Oh, it's bright and early out there. Yep. Uh, so, how does the defending champion feel going into the weekend here? Uh, I feel good. You know, I've put a lot of hard work into my game uh, in terms of uh, ball striking. I've wanted to kind of take that next step uh, in terms of having to not rely on my short game or putting as much um, and kind of make the round Uh with less stress, you know, uh, so I miss a lot of greens occasionally and I want to be able to, you know, stuff a few in there and get a couple easy birdies. So, uh, my ball striking's taking some, uh, nice steps and hopefully it'll pay off, uh, this weekend. Mulligan, listen to this. This is Luke scores from last year. Okay. This is, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Carlton Woods Fazio course which I believe they'll probably have playing right around 74, 7,500 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Luke last year went on, he shot 67, 62, oh. 67. What is that, about 20 under? Whew. Yep. That's strong. Now, Luke, obviously you're a great ball striker. You said that the ball striking has improved. Uh, you're talking iron play here that you weren't, totally happy with is that what you're talking about or off the tee what exactly are you are you meaning with that uh yeah that's correct i was i was talking about the approach shots um mm-hmm. you know the driving accuracy can always 
improve. Um, but, I mean, more times than not, I find myself uh, just, like, 10 or 15 feet farther away than I want uh, on the green, or maybe I short-side myself. Um, and those those uh, opportunities kind of lead to bogeys sometimes. Because sure. the tournaments I'm playing, the courses get harder and harder. So I got to be more precise uh, coming into the greens. Yeah. So you didn't want, you weren't looking for better accuracy per se, or or better or better more length off the tee. You just wanted more accuracy with your iron play into the green. And if that is the case, just for for uh, the amateurs listening out there, how did you hone in on that with your swing coach? Um, yeah, it's so my swing coach has a track man, um, which is kind of what most of the coaches have mm-hmm. uh, these days. We just kind of looked at the numbers and kind of dialed in um, where that face was uh, in, relation, in relation to the targeted impact. And sometimes it's open, sometimes it's closed. We're just trying to keep it as close to uh, zero as possible, you know. We're on the phone yeah. with Luke Potter. He is an outstanding American Junior Golf Association competitor. He is a defending champion of the Simplify Carlton Woods Fazio Golf Tournament that is teeing off a little bit later uh, this weekend. Um, Luke, you're going to Arizona State. Was it a tough decision? Um, not after I visited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I got to ask, what uh, excited you the most, the ambiance the structure of the campus or the co-eds? <laughs> um, well, the structure of the co-eds is always nice, but yeah, I mean, once they showed me the, the facility that Phil Nicholson was designing over at uh, Papago Golf Club, which is like 10 minutes away from campus, I was blown away. They have so many different shots you can hit uh, in terms of short game, and then uh, their driving range. I mean, it looks like you're hitting the real greens out there, and they're so like um, well guarded. They got a lot of bunkers around it in the range, um, and it makes it seem like you're playing around uh, on the course. So it's very similar to like tournament conditions, and then uh, the competition is going to be great. So I I can't wait to go. And when you go, what is uh, what is your focus going to be for your major? Um, you know, I'd like to kind of go into the business world. Uh, that's always kind of interests me. My, my dad has a major in business. So yeah, I want to give that a try. Well, and Luke, we're who taught in... you the game of golf? Who introduced you? Yeah. Uh, my dad did. Yeah. I was pretty young. So, uh, at what age did you beat your dad? Well, uh, he likes to say, I haven't really beaten him um, from the same tees, but he kind of stopped playing like a few years ago. But I got close and I was like eight. Um, I mean, I he probably said I'd, I'd smoke him today. Um, and I think we both know that, but <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of hazy when it comes to that question. Luke, where is Encinitas, California? Uh, it's kind of North County, San Diego. So it's about probably a 40 minute drive from the airport. In San Diego airport. Yeah. Still in Southern California. That's what I was wondering. So yeah. you've, you've grown up 
playing year round golf. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, you got to take advantage of those opportunities because, you know, some kids, uh, don't have them. I mean, I, mm-hmm. there's a kid on Arizona state, uh, that lives in Montana and he only golfs whatever, like at most six months out of the year. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very thankful to be living, uh, in San Diego. And we're on the phone with Luke Potter. He's defending champion of the Simplify AJGA Championship. Uh, Luke, are you bringing your long underwear? Because it is going to be cold for the tournament this week. Yeah, I'm bringing a lot. Uh, I'm probably going to be wearing about 15 layers and probably won't be able to get around my, my stomach on the backswing because <laughs> I'll probably look like that kid from uh, – um, uh, what's that movie? Where you shoot your you'll, you'll shoot your oh, eye out. Uh, Christmas story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they put him in about 50 layers. Like that, so that's a good comparison. <laughs> All right, we're going to put you out of the hot seat. Luke, let's ask you some questions here that uh, the, the, the listeners would want to know from a 17-year-old that's uh, a future PGA Tour player. Number one, what music are you listening to? Uh, soft rock. Oh, really? Anybody in particular? Um, I like to listen to Crosby, Stills, Nash, and... Mm. Uh, you know, he's and Gordon Lightfoot. He's a Canadian singer. Yeah, that's Joe and I's era. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Crosby Stills yeah. Nash. One of my favorite songs of theirs is Our House. Our House. Anyway. Favorite. Do you have a favorite movie? Um, probably Braveheart or Goodwill Hunting. Wow. Oh, yeah. He's right up our alley here. Uh, Last year, you won the uh, Simplify at Carlton Woods. What was the celebration dinner? What did you have? Um, I think we went to, like, Carl's Jr. because we were on the way to the airport. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a California uh, chain for you. Do you have a uh, girlfriend? Uh, Working on one. (laughs) Okay, there you go. We have an 8 o'clock tea time for you at Augusta National. You can play with anybody in the world. Who's in your foursome? Um, ben Hogan, uh, Bobby Jones, and uh, Mac O'Grady. Wow. Mac O'Grady, why Mac? Um, I've always just been fascinated with his opinions on the swing, and he's kind of similar to Bryson in the way he goes about his business. He He knows a lot about the golf swing, and I want to eventually – uh, take those next steps when it comes to, like learning movements and you know what causes what and so forth. Luke, I want to give you a pat on the back. I tell you, yeah. I've not heard anybody make the comparison of Mac and Bryson, but that mm-hmm. is dead on. Yeah. Uh, Mac was very controversial on the PGA Tour, but the one mm-hmm. thing that they were controversial, he knew the swing. Yeah. He yeah. knew the swing. And those golfers that you have, that's probably three of the best golf swings you could find in the history oh, of yeah. golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke, I look forward to watching your career. You know Just what? Remember he's, us when you get to the big time. Yeah, he's a student of history, right there, Joe. That's oh, what I know, between the music and the movies. I mean, yeah. Luke Potter, defending champion of the Simplify AJGA Championship. Good luck this week, and uh, we look forward to following your career through Arizona State and the PGA Tour. All right, thanks. Thanks for having me, Luke. On. Thanks, man. We'll let you get back to sleep. <laughs> All right. We'll All righty, and we're running late, looking thanks, great. Buddy. Coming up next, we're going to walk to. Uh, Go up to Austin and talk to Keaton Vu, another competitor in this weekend's tournament. I'm Smoking Joe. I'm Mulligan Matt. I'm Bobby Beats. 
And this is Smoking Joe's Driving Range right here on CBS Sports Radio 650. Welcome back, Smoking Joe's Driving Range. I'm Smoking Joe. I'm Mulligan Matt. I'm Bobby Beats. And you can find everything in the world you want to know about us over at SmokingJoe'sDrivingRange.com. And that's Smoking Without a G. And we are really looking forward. I mean, it's going to be a really ugly weather week, but... It's still going to be great golf up at yep. Carlton with Fazio as they play the AJGA Simplified Boys Championship. Uh, if you don't know anything about it, this is an invitation only. It's 72 of the top world golfers. And let me tell you, when you look at the the roster, uh, 95% of them, no matter what their age is, they're already committed to their colleges. This mm-hmm. young gentleman, I believe, is committed to the Longhorns up at the University of Texas, and he lives right there in Austin. Please welcome Keaton Bo to our show. Keaton, good morning. Hey, Keaton. Good morning. UT, was it a tough decision? Um, yeah, it definitely was. I talked to a lot of schools. I was pretty open um, to schools. I wanted to get a feel for all of them and um, happened to end up with a school in my backyard, and I'm happy with it. What, what set the Longhorns apart for you, and, and where else did you visit? So – well, I visited – so because of COVID, I wasn't oh, able I yeah. to take official visits and all. But luckily, I have an older brother who went through the same process um, a couple of years before me. So I was able to tag along and get a feel for the schools he visited. Um, and what set UT apart for me was just the relationships with the coaches that I had. Um, I really felt like that they would care for me and um, they would push me to become a, the best player I could be. And I could see myself succeeding there as well. Uh, Keaton, what it's all about. Uh, at what age did you start playing golf and who introduced you to the game? I started playing um, since I was a little kid, probably like two. Um, and my dad introduced me to the game. I remember we always lived in a, we had a decently sized backyard. And we had like a hitting bay in the back and my dad would always be hitting balls back there. And Evan, my brother would, older brother would start hitting and uh, I kind of saw him hitting and I was pretty competitive and I wanted to beat him and I kind of picked it up as well. <laughs> now you mentioned your brother, is he playing collegiate golf? And if so, where's he playing at? He actually, he's playing in simplify as well. Um, he's a year older than me. He's committed to Auburn. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that'll, that'll create some little competition. here going yeah. down the road. Uh, with your game, what's your strength? I would say strength is probably my driver. Um, I'm a pretty small guy, but I hit it a pretty long ways. And um, I used to not hit it very far, so I've always been pretty straight. So I've been lucky to gain some distance along with my straightness. Now, How'd you, how'd you get that distance? How'd you increase it? <laughs> um, I worked out. I started working out a lot, um, just focusing on speed, ball speed, um, and, yeah, just being consistent with my workouts. Now, you mentioned that you're small. How big are you, and what is your carry? I'm about 5'9". Um, I've been growing a good amount, but I only weigh 130 pounds. I'm a pretty slim guy, um, but I carry it anywhere from 280 to 290. Um, it rolls past 300. Is there a PGA Tour player that you kind of are similar to in terms of your game and your size and everything? Um, Maybe Justin Thomas, similar to game. Um, I would say he's a pretty small guy as well and bounces the ball. Uh, Carlton Woods Fazio course. Uh, it's going to be cold. How do you prepare for it? Um, weather in Austin has been 
pretty chilly as well. So I'm uh, fortunate enough we get all the weather down in Austin. So um, I've been ready. I've been uh, practicing with layers and uh, beanies and stuff. So um, I should be ready to go. How does your game change uh, in the cold weather or does it? It definitely changes a good amount. Um, I, just in general, before rounds, I get a pretty good warm up, uh, a little workout as well. I use a lot of um, resistant bands and stuff like that. You just got to really warm up the body before you get out there so you're not um, cold and shocked when you get out to the course. Now, last year, you uh, teed it up pretty good at the George Hannon Jr. Invitational where you shot 68-65 and you took first place. Where was that tournament played and what golf course? I was played at uh, UT Club um, where the University of Texas practices at. Um, so I had a good mojo there. 68-65 on that course is a good, good. That's, oh, that's yeah. a great that's mojo. A, that's a great course. It was good. Course is always in good condition. So when you're rolling it good, you can take it low. Now, you've been pretty active in the American Junior Golf Association tournaments and everything. Do you have some favorite courses across the nation, and which ones are they? Junior players was pretty cool at Sawgrass, but it was just extremely hot and humid when we played it. So it was the course is great, but, I mean, you were sweating a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carlson Woods is always a really fun event. I played last year. Um, weather was awesome, and they always keep the course in really nice shape and um, they take good care of us. So it was a fun event last year. What's your home on the phone with Keaton Bo? He's playing in the Simplify Carlton Woods AJGA tournament. Uh, committed to UT. Do you have uh, what do you want to study at UT? I'm not sure yet. Um, I haven't really put my eye on anything yet. Um, whatever comes, I'll probably take it up, but I'm not sure yet. Well, you're just a you're junior, right? Or sophomore? Yep, I'm a junior. Junior. What uh, what's your home course over there? What do you what do you play most of the time in Austin? I play at Twin Creeks Country Club. It's like uh, ten minutes from Austin. It's in mm-hmm. Cedar Park, um, and it's just a your average tree line golf course. It's pretty tight, um, and uh, I've been there for about ten years. So, mm-hmm. now do you make the drive up to Horseshoe Bay very often? Every once in a while, I used to a lot um, in like U.S. Kids days, um, but now not as much. But I'm pretty familiar with it. All right, let's, let's, let's have some fun here, uh, Keaton. We're going to put you on the hot seat and ask you some non-golf questions. Are you ready? Yep. What music are you listening to these days? Um, probably a combination of pop and rap. Okay. Uh, what type of uh, – if you had the opportunity to go out and get a car today, what, what car would you buy? Uh, I'm a big Land Cruiser guy. I like old Toyota Land Cruisers. I think they're pretty cool. Do you have a favorite professional sports team? I actually don't. I don't watch too many. I, I mean, I watch sports, but I don't really um, favor any. I just like to watch a good game. Uh, when you when you win for the first time on the PGA Tour, where's the celebration dinner at? Definitely a sushi, sushi restaurant. I love some sushi. <laughs> uh, girlfriend? Nope. Golf. Hey, focus. He's focused. Married to the game. Yes. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, are you a morning person or a night person? Morning. Uh, That's a good what thing. What kind of uh, workouts do you do? Are you cardio? Are you weights? Are you a combination? Yeah, it's a good combination. I would say definitely weights and a lot of explosive stuff, um, jumping and throwing medicine balls and stuff. 
You know, Joe, he must have great core workouts when he, he said he increased his, his length. I mean, your core workouts must be incredible. Yeah. Um, it's just part of working on, I guess, good form. Got to keep the core tight. Mm-hmm. Hey, you never gave us your uh, favorite artists or your pop and hip hop. We need to hear those. The, the Cardi B. What, what are we talking about here? No, definitely not Cardi B. <laughs> um, I mean, for the rap side, I'm like, I'm a big pop smoke guy right now. Um, and the weekend is great as well. Did Would you, you like the halftime, halftime show? Yeah. It was okay. It was kind of hard to hear him at first. I uh, felt like the background was kind of loud, but they figured it out. Yeah, he's a great artist. I, I thought it was a disservice they did him with the audio. Joe and I were talking about that earlier. That's too bad. Yeah, he. I know my my uh, granddaughter came into town to see the weekend concert here a couple of years ago from college, and I'm like, who? Oh yeah, that guy's good. Yeah, like it. Well, he's. I, I was I was impressed with the show, but I can't believe. You put on a Super Bowl and you're, you don't have the audio right. But anyway, so, well, Keaton, Bo, good luck up at the Carlton Woods. Good luck with your career. Good luck when you get to UT. Don't forget us when you get to the big time. Oh, I have one last question. I asked this of all the junior golfers. Let's see what your answer is. You have an 8 o'clock tee time at Augusta. You can pick any golfer in the world. Who's playing with you? Uh, I'll probably say my brother. Um, we always like competing against each other and, um, there's no better feeling than beating him. So definitely him. Okay. You got two more slots. Got to make a foursome here. Yeah. How would you round out the foursome? Uh, it could be living or not living. You know, this could be great to the past or current. Um, probably Jordan, a good UT guy. And, um, you got to have Tiger as well. Yeah, that's great. Uh, how would you and your brother do if you're paired up against Tiger and Jordan? <laughs> we do pretty good. Uh, we've definitely put up a good fight. Um, depends on the course. Well, it's against the national. Oh, um, they, they've got a little yeah. they, They've got a couple of yeah. green jackets. <laughs> <laughs> but what an education, Keaton. You're the best. I, I really enjoyed this interview. As you get your career going and you get to the big time and you're out there with that big championship trophies, everything, don't forget Smoking Joe's Driving Range, right? Yeah, don't forget us. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. All right, Keaton Bo, he's going to be Keaton. up there at Carlton Woods in the big tournament. Uh, go up and, uh, well, you can't go see him, but check it out on the computer because yeah. of COVID and everything. And um, I'm Smoking Joe. I'm Mulligan Matt. I'm Bobby Beats. And this is Smoking Joe's Driving Range on CBS Sports Radio 650. Welcome back. Woo-hoo. I'm Smoking yeah. Joe. I'm Mulligan Matt. I'm Bobby Beats. Oh, this is going to be a great weekend just to sit back, have the fire in the fireplace, have your computer up so you can check in and see how mm-hmm. the American Junior Golf Association Simplified Boys Championship is doing up at the Carlton Woods Fazio course. And to give us a little insight, we've got the veteran, the tournament director, I believe it's number 13. Please welcome Chris Dernick to the show. Chris, good morning and welcome back. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Good, good to see all you right. all. So the first question, are you guys ready with the long johns? <laughs> We're ready with long johns and warmers, beanies, uh, cart heaters, everything we can do to stay warm. It's going to be cold. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you guys have experience. Every year you're the same time frame. So, you know, it's kind of, it's you know, a- taking your best shot. So we've gone through this before, but uh 
uh, you're going to be ready. So what is the itinerary? When is the, when is the actual first day of the tournament? Uh, well, the first day of our junior am is tomorrow morning at nine. And then the, some of the players will do a practice round in the afternoon, but the first day of competition will actually start Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And it looks like we could have some rain on Monday. So we may be turning a, um, the 20, the 18 holes each day, 54 hole event into 27, 27 on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, mm, okay. That's, that's a good way. You know what? Some of the forecasts say it might not be rain. It might be white stuff. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm trying not to believe it. <laughs> now, does the weather, I mean, these kids, this is, I mean, this is basically the junior PGA tour. I mean, these are the future PGA players. Yep. These kids have to learn to play in any kind of situation. Like for example, they're up at Pebble beach. Pebble beach has had snow before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, so do any of the kids say, it's not my cup of tea. I'm not coming. We haven't had anybody pull out. The, they all come. They all know. For example, last week they played in the Jones Cup, some of these juniors, and they had just down downpours of you know rain every day with high winds. They all played, so they're used to it. Well, these, yeah. these people, are, if they've gotten to this point, they're not going to let a little cold weather, wet stuff, hot stuff, uh, our last guest was talking about the heat at Sawgrass last year. They're not going to let that bother them. What uh, what has impressed you the most? All the years you've been in charge of this tournament, it, I'm always impressed with the focus these young people have when they're out on the course and off the course. They seem like true gentlemen. What the, what impresses you the most when you're around these kids? Uh, the maturity level of these kids and the integrity of these kids is very impressive, I, which you learn from the game of golf. I mean, that's, you know, what one of the benefits of that, this game. It's about honesty, but um, they're just um, uh, just fine young men and appreciative, so appreciative. I mean, it's it's very impressive. They're all Thank you so much for having us. You know, they just really, they really appreciate it. It's nice. Every competitor we've had on the show over the years has always commented that throughout the season, Carlton Woods is one of the best stops. Has the membership and the folks up at Carlton Woods that volunteer and put this tournament on, have they made lifetime friends with some of these players? Absolutely. They have. Yeah. Definitely they have. They Now that they're on tour, a lot of them still keep in touch with these players. Some of them, when, you know, when they come back and play now in the Houston, uh, the, the Houston, it's Houston, Houston Open. Houston Open. Yeah. yeah. So, they, you know, some of these players will still stay with, you know, those members that, that helped them, you know, they're here at our event. It's, it's really nice to see these relationships that, that they've built and they've maintained. Because, I mean, right. some of your past winners, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Jordan Spieth. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Jordan has Spieth. He, did, has he stayed close? Uh, Jordan has, um, as he probably did for about the first eight years, but now we I don't hear as much from him as I used to, but he did for several years. Yeah. Well, he's, his, his, his life has changed, too. He's now married. Yeah. Uh, he's been struggling with his game, so he's been focusing on that. Uh, he's been married, I think, about two years now. Yep. So there might be that conversation about expanding the family, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all those things. But uh, I can see that. I mean, because you have them basically from like about 16 to 18 years old. So 
you know, once they get on the tour, that's about three or four years of college. So you know, that's, 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 that's pretty cool. You know, Chris, um, Joe, Chris, Joe talked about, you know, it's this time, this is your wheelhouse. It's this time of year, every year. And I know sometimes I'm a spring training. I'm not here uh, right. for this of course. Spring training has been pushed back and it's been so strange, but you're, you're used to cold weather or chilly weather, but last year the weather was gorgeous. Yeah. The, the players keep talking about, Oh my gosh, it was the best weather, exactly. <laughs> you know? So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a hit or miss. we've honestly maybe had two years where we've had, you know, maybe one day or a couple of days of bad weather. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, we've been very fortunate with weather. It's we've had temperatures in the seventies. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, do you have to do anything special for the golf course under these weather conditions? Well, they'll be covering the greens every night for sure. Yeah. And just, you know, prepping to make sure that we don't lose our greens. If they're, if we have any frost delays, you know, they won't be, they won't go off till everything is, mm-hmm. is bought out and ready. So they'll, that's, you know, I, as far as any other uh, things that they prep, I'm not, I'm not familiar as much with the agronomy end, other than I know they're going to be covering the greens every night. Um, let me, you know, as you go forward with the tournament, what could help make the tournament bigger and better in the future? What type of things, what kind of sponsors do you need? What, what, is there any needs that you have that you'd like to address as you go forward? Oh, we are always looking for more sponsors. This year, we actually had a par three challenge that was to be held um, Saturday, where we turned all 18 holes into uh, par three holes. Uh, And we have, you know, we have both nines are being used. So we had to cancel that, which would have been, it's more like a kind of like an obstacle nine hole par three. It's a lot of fun. Um, so, you know, aside from our junior am that we have on Friday, we'd like to have another junior am on Thursday. So when we can get more sponsors, we'll definitely be doing that. We definitely want to, um, help our veterans that, you know, have served us and given up so much. And that's, that's our main, you know, charity that we have other than helping these junior golfers develop their game. And, you know, in, in this competition, we really are supporting our troops and our veterans. You know, Chris, having this event uh, in the pandemic as it continues into its second year, uh, what are the protocols? I'm guessing everyone has to have his own cart, and uh, what what all are the protocols up there? The kids, the kids don't have their own carts except for like in the junior am, or you know, when they're playing with a sponsor tomorrow. Um, they are walking, which will be good because then they can keep mm-hmm. them warmer. But they have instead of having a walking score with each group. This year we'll have walking flagstick attendants because they don't touch the flagstick at all. So that attendant will be walking with them, attending the flagstick and pulling it for them for the all 18 holes. Um, unfortunately, all our meals are outside. They can't come into the clubhouse. Um, just, you know, that kind of thing that where we have to make sure that we're um, just distancing as well. A lot of our activities that we like to do in the evening, we've had to cancel. So hopefully next year it'll be back to normal. Yeah, it's exactly. going to be back to normal. Well, we hope and pray. Chris Turnick, tournament director for the American Junior Golf Association Simplified Boys Championship. It's always a pleasure. I am so proud to talk about your tournament. What you guys do is such a good deal for the community. It's so good for these junior golfers. 
and these golfers that you bring in, boy, the future of golf looks so bright. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, we're coming to a close here. As we get to the close. Thanks, Chris. The one thing that we said earlier that, I mean, Chris will probably even agree too. The golf courses are being used a lot now with the pandemic. Do your part. Fill the divots. Replace the ball marks, especially on the greens. Replace the ball marks. It's mm-hmm. courteous. It makes the, the green, it makes it pop back quicker. And it's uh, it's a good way to leave the stress between putts. You know, just fix the green. fix it. And you know what? Don't just fix yours. Look around. Fix two or three, you know? Right. If everybody does that, our greens are going to be better. They're going to roll better. And it's good to see the courses being played, but we got to take our part to help our greenskeepers and our courses. So that's my soap opera. Chris, I think you could probably echo that, can't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Every time you're out there, do fill, fill somebody else's divots too. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. you're just going to play in better conditions if everybody would, you know, do their part. Definitely. Yep. Hey, and by the way, there's one other thing. If you had a golf cart and you went down the path, if for some reason someone left a can or something, go ahead and pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah. You know, there's a trash can usually at every tee box. If not, you got a basket in your golf cart. Just pick it up. You know, let's keep our house clean. Anyway, it's been a good week. Good luck to everybody up at the Carlton Woods Fozzie, of course. Have a great AJGA Simplify. It's going to be tough weather, but you guys are tougher than nails. And you're going to make it happen. Uh, I'm Smoking Joe. I'm Mulligan Matt. I'm Bobby Beats. And this is Smoking Joe's Driving Range right here on CBS Sports Radio 650. Be safe and have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Smoke and Joe's Driving Range, presented by PGA Tour Superstore. Check out joesdrivingrange.com for more from the show and enjoy your day on the course from Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 